Hello, everybody. It's Friday night and it is weekender time once more. And we have a packed show with all the news coming out of Nova, which means I get to have a nap during the news. On top of that, one lucky commenter will be in with a chance to win the Cities of Sigmar army set from store.ontabletop.com. If you want to pick up this big bundle of Warhamsterish goodness, then you need to comment over on tabletop.com under this video. And if you can do the social thing as well, that's always nice. Otherwise, sit back and relax because your weekend starts here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Weekender. I'm joined by Ben, John, and Justin. Hello. As we take another look at what's been going on in the world of tabletop gaming. Yeah. There's a lot going on in the world of tabletop gaming, but we'll get to that in time. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, most important thing is we've got a guest on Sunday's show. Oh, we do. Yes. We're going to be joined by the delightful Tommy Soul. Oh, Patrick Strawdenaire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the bunny. Um, so, if you're not a member of the Cult of Games on Sunday, you can come over to tabletop.com, sign up for a free 30 day trial, and mm-hmm. have a look at what Tommy's going to put the hell us. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows what it's going to be? I imagine painting may come up. <laughs> I, I, so surely you're going to go full top here and talk about cars from the 1970s. I thought I thought it was more about the intricacies of getting a strike on every bowling. Yep. Every well, bowling game. No yeah. news for we, we did we did bring that up with him. So oh, we did talk about. Someone. Well, you know, <laughs> Marmite. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, Ben, Ben, I know <laughs> this is best, one of your favorite questions. Are you going to ask him what his favorite ice cream flavor is? I know that's one of your things. I do quite like asking that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ask me that. People. I did that. I did that for an entire convention once. John, we, we all know your favorite flavor. It's vanilla. It's engine oil, dude. <laughs> well, uh, extra spice. If you want to find out for certain what Toby was asked, or what he said, <laughs> then you can come over on Sunday morning and find out. Hmm. Uh, we should leave it at that for now, and you two can discuss whether or not vanilla and marmite are an ice cream topping that you want to put on your no! taste. Right, uh, but we're going to be kicking things off as always with our Indie of the Week. Yeah. This week, it's Rooted Design. Ooh. Rooted Design, I'm guessing trees and stuff? I was going to say, is this fashionable furniture for the discerning gamer? Oh, are are, are we building a Cruvis? Uh, (laughs) Or a Herdal? I don't even know what any of that is. (laughs) However, what I will say is, he's a uh, Belgian sculptor, and he's been um, doing some stuff in the style of uh, the old Rackham confrontation. So, um, mate, who would have ah. thought you'd have picked this? Eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, nobody there, knows there, where there it's does seem go. to be quite the you know buffet of at the minute of these style of miniatures. Very true. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, which is all good. Uh, anybody who ever wants to get into confrontation, finding the miniatures can be difficult, especially if you don't have access to my cupboard. Uh, so, <laughs> everybody being able to dive in and find new sculptors with their own take on us that don't look out of place in the aesthetic mm. of uh, our clash. Wow. Uh, it's always nice to see. Uh, so 
there's not many miniatures so far. Um, he does slowly work away on bits and pieces as and when he has the time. He's a, a sculptor who's uh, constantly progressing, I think is the way he terms it. I mean, Cubone took out some acid. <laughs> <laughs> you killed my mom. <laughs> that, that's an orc. It's an, an orc. Now called Cubone. Yeah. Type of thing. <laughs> that, yeah. that orc is having a crisis of identity. Wow. Oh, he knows exactly who he is and what he's doing. <laughs> I love the tattoo work on the with mm, the painting on there. Cool. But I lo- and then having the skull helm, but then bringing but the spine into the that. Spine on yeah. and the tail. That's unusual mm-hmm. and interesting. I quite See, it's, like e- it's even the tiny details, like the little foot wraps. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. But I mean, that's what you want in life. Whenever he's doing whatever it is he's doing, he's called a fauvist. Mm. And fauvist. Fauvism is a type of art style. I can't, oh. I can't remember that being, you know, Matisse. Matisse was, mm-hmm. was a yeah. Anyway, uh, that quite, aside, quite clearly, he is reading the IKEA catalog, hoping to summon a demon. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's possible, uh, but yeah, interesting little orky shaman type. Lovely. Uh, obviously, these are going to be relatively. I would have said relatively large, comparatively speaking. However, these days, Rackham is more or less the norm for. 28 mil. Everything's about 32 yeah. to 35. 32 to 35, so, yeah. Heroic. That, that extra heroic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, it's NATO standard these days. Wrath <laughs> uh, the Ogre of the Blackwoods, definitely a Drun-esque gentleman. Oh, yeah. Um, I also really like his his box arty uh, yes. pictures that he does, the, the little landscape vignettes, because they're great. But I mean, he's absolutely gorgeous. He's a stunning model. He has clearly done waiting for you to pay back the money you owe him. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the Druden Celts for you. They are not nice people up in Kiermad. The loan sharks of uh, the Rackham yeah. <laughs> universe. I mean, yeah. you got to pay that vig. Yeah. And again, it has the... Ooh, different head options. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. It has the uh, style that you would mm-hmm. expect to see with the, the likes of the filigree and that sort of thing. So it's yeah, very much a not work to fit in world. Yeah. Although the, the Rackham weapons always have like a mildly offset asymmetric style to them, which I think is just very key to just getting that flavor in there. Yeah. Depends who's coming at you. Mm-hmm. Some of them were very, very asymmetric and, and poiché. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's were, what I'm saying. That's what I love. Yeah. Others were yeah. a bit more sedious and down the middle of the road, as, as anybody mm-hmm. who feels lines of Alahan will know. Mm. Although the, the fact that he's got the little cloven hoofs and it takes mm-hmm. you a minute to notice those little details is very nice. Yeah. They're just uh, a, an interesting little, it, it's the equivalent of armoured sandals. He's got that little <laughs> bit between his big toe and the rest of his toes. Yeah. Um, he's got normal feet. As long as he's not wearing socks. Oh, the, the abyssal lord is huge. Wow. Yeah, he is. Uh, wow, we wow. We'll have a have a look at the Abyssal Lord himself, then, shall we? Yes, because he's, yes, he's quite cute. Obviously. We have very different definitions of cute. Uh, <laughs> anything done in the Rackham style is automatically cute. That's how this goes. <laughs> um, most of these, I think, they're all actually resin. Uh, mm-hmm. if memory serves. Oh, so, the big knot of bow whip. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, skulls, skulls for days. Mm-hmm. GW would be proud. He has skipped leg day as well, but uh, <laughs> well, what, what's the GW version of this? An Ogron or something uh, like that, isn't it? Probably a demon. Thaumaturge. yeah, or like uh, the old school demon lords. Yeah, true. Yeah, 
Lovely, lovely work. Crikey. Get you, Barbara. Mm-hmm. And he will do unspeakable things to you when he gets you. I mean, th- this is that classic moment of he's behind me, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, you can tell when the sun is suddenly eclipsed. <laughs> you know, when that thing comes. They didn't give rain today. Oh. Yeah. Is it red? Oh, yeah, that's right. me. Oh, I'm so glad you went red there and not another primary color. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. I had to trim that one out. Speaking of big things, uh, the horn of the mountain is particularly nice. <laughs> Mountains do give me the horn. Yeah. Well, the, oh, I think it was called a mountain breaker. He's a, a dwarf giant. Um, Wait, so, is that an oxymoron? No. A dwarf it, giant. It, 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 Just a regular person at that point. <laughs> <laughs> he as identifies it, as, as, as dwarf, much like our Ben. Well. Yeah. It, he identifies as stamping on things for the dwarves of Tirnabor, <laughs> which works quite well there. Oh, I the, love the the, the armor. Meal's lovely. Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting thing because the the basic setup of him, the the look of him, is very similar to the the now extinct version of the the Mountain Breaker. But mm. uh, he was a very static pose. In fact, no, I can't reach him. Um, he is incredibly static pose. He was standing. Of course, Jerry has it. Almost to hand. Armed, well, because I, I really love the dwarves of Turnabor. He has a, an axe just held at his waist, just parallel to the ground. So it was very mm. static, but, you know, big, menacing piece of metal. Um, this uses all of that aesthetic bar, the, the axe, but replaces uh, that with the, the big horn, uh, which I absolutely love the fact that he's got like a, on a strap and he's just wrapped the strap around yeah i I was just thinking that was quite the odd bit of design that it's on a like a leather strap that he's pulling up and over yeah Mm. i I think it's great because if he needs to release it and just lets it dangle there beside him or um, just lamp someone with it yeah and it's one of those where you could uh, if you wanted you could cut the central section of the horn away and have it going through his hand you see that all the time i just thought that the fact that he's sort of wrapped yeah. it over the top and pulled it all in there is just mm. a, a nice touch Look, there's Absolutely a small detail gorgeous. i like the back end of the head that is chopped off mm. you've actually got the meaty bits in there oh yeah mm-hmm. it's uh, little details like that i really appreciate in sculpts well, I'd, I'd like to hope when something had sculpted on a base that it, they haven't just left it hollow uh, you get you get shame. some people that do really that, it's unfortunate but it's it's the truth look, look how happy it is I mean, less happy now, <laughs> but foot on monster is good. They, they, I'm guessing they've painted these as well as doing the sculpting for them. Yeah, they? I believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing work. I also like that the monster head actually looks like it's been in a fight. It looks beat down and battered. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a nice touch. Yeah, Probably explains where the axe has gone. <laughs> and also the big sort of discs on the armor as well are nice little features mm-hmm. beyond the, the scale as well. It's just Definitely little... tie things in. Yeah. 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 Uh, and they look not dissimilar to some of the tokens that you get for confrontation or that you got, uh-huh. I suppose. Nice in world design stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's a he's a bit of gorgeousnessnessnessness. Uh, speaking of dwarves of Turnabor, we may as well, since we're here. How would you call it? Escola. Oh, he's so small and he's a kid. See, this is now cute for you, then, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> See the big eyes? <laughs> yeah, proportioned head and big not, eyes. They're, that they're is not, cuteness. They're not big eyes. <laughs> they're not big eyes. Oh. I know they're not big eyes. God damn it! It's just goggles first, and there's yeah. this little. Uh, yes, he has thermos. the strangest steam-powered exoskeleton I've ever seen. 
It's mostly just for it's not a an exoskeleton. It's a, a thermo hammer that they used um, to they wield. So heat it up and then batter people with it. Nice. It's always good to have a bit of flameage heatage going mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Really cool little little character model. And I guess because it's all so warm, that's why he's almost naked. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you did get thermal priests and stuff who have full armor, and meteor warriors who were essentially like jump pack trips where they were fully armored, launched into the air, and then would come down on you like. Wow. They, they must regret their life choices. They do not. Every, every day is a joy. <laughs> when you're one of those, I'm telling you now, absolutely great. Um, Ooh, can I see Nimrod? Uh, you can see Nimrod eventually. We'll have a look at Aww. some humans first, though. Uh, so the Griffins had witch hunter styly people. Who just got stressed out. Yeah, it's, it's whatever this clever thing is mm-hmm. for the zoomings. Uh, but this is that, a really nice figure. That is a horse who has seen it all. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that, that nag is ready to drop. Yeah. He's seen some shit. Oh joy! Another heretic. Yeah. Oh, so, so, hey, speaking of shit, I'm guessing it's seen some 3D printing. Hey, uh, hey! Terrible. Stop that. Worth it. Stop talking. <laughs> but really, it's a, a really simple design, mm. simple pose. What's That's... quite nice? You're pointing out the fact that he's he's done the the uh, photography there yeah. on, in the background. That's really cool in presenting the miniatures. Mm. Is that it shows you what your miniature will look like if it was on a tabletop, and also what it looks like away from that, so that you can kind of get an idea of the painting style of it and all the details and everything as well. So it gives you two different sort of views on the same model, which is always nice. And if you're at a convention that this person's ever at, you know exactly what the box looks like for the one you want. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) Again. What is she using? Or is that just, is that part of her armor there? Is it? Yeah, the the big, yes. Very and much got has seen too many people getting their head chopped off from a high swing. <laughs> I mean, it was just a an aesthetic choice. She went to the wet with some of them. She went to the Warcraft school of shoulder pads. Yeah, oh yeah, very much. So. It's very yeah. Warcrafty, actually. The fact uh, that there's one is massive and the other one's just regular and tiny. Yep. Oh, I like the little shield hanging off the the waist. Yeah, shield at the back. Very nice. And even if you weren't going to play confrontation. They're mm. really interesting character models as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, to go into other armies for other things. Mm-hmm. You could uh, give her a weapon swap and put her into Doomed. Oh yes. Oh yeah. Most definitely. I mean, a lot of these, if you did a little conversion work, you could get them in the Doomed. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Bump, bump, bump. Have a look at some more orcs. So everybody likes an orc, and in this case, there's a, a whole horse of them. Um, because when when Rackham did the orcs, the the orcs are the genetic offspring of human and goblin, right? Via the biomechanical engineering of the alchemists of Durs, who are not right in the head at the best of times. Um, but then within that sort of orc faction, then that sort of rebelled and ran off, they settled in different places, and they had several different sort of styles of tribes of orcs. Uh, so you got these that were very similar to sort of. Um, what you call them, Mongols, the Golden Horde type of thing. Mm-hmm. Right, um, And yeah. then other ones who are a bit more um, savage barbarians and, and shaman, you know, mm-hmm. out in the wastes, uh, which means then that you get these sort of interesting uh, styles and aesthetic choices. 
interesting factions That's... within a faction or yeah. a style anyway. Yeah, yeah. so cool. yeah. this would be the type. I like that. Oh, I like that he's got a rat helmet. <laughs> well. Or is it a rat skin coat or cloak? It, it could be a bit of both. The goblins worship the, the rat god, but the orcs, when the orcs escaped, went with uh, Jackal. Uh, and there was one of the, oh, Brontus somethings. I can't remember the name. Getting old. Old before my time. Look, scrolls. So many mm. scrolls. There's that unique weapon design as well. Again, yep. yeah. that, that nice weave and flow to it. Yeah, it's like a big lockerbar axe. Has beard on it. Yes, I mean, do not want to get hit with that. Yeah, ever. ever I love ever. the the delicate horns on those as well. Oh yeah, it's really yeah. nice. They, they always had this interesting design, which is why so many sculptors today have been influenced very heavily by them. Yeah, um, yeah. Where they would go from cleavers the size of your head to very delicate filigree or long horns or you mm. know I've, I've got an ogre somewhere with an elephant head hat and the two oh. tusks come oh, down and out and it's just amazing and you know you see it carried through and things like this oh, Dumbo's head would have made a great cloak yeah. oh god yeah I will say, just the face on this particular one, he looks like he's just riding up to you from a snowstorm with a side quest <laughs> I look at that face Traveller I have a dungeon that you're good without adventuring in please can you remove this raven from raven my head from my head yeah. <laughs> its claws are quite deep I yeah. really like it gone Thank my you. arm can't reach it <laughs> and it, it keeps like pinching my right shoulder I think it means it wants me to turn right mm, that would make a lot of sense uh, Nimrod is um, another that would fit quite well in with the drones Okay. It's weird though, because the, the hyena don't see hyenas a huge amount in fantasy for some no, reason. Really. We see a lot of wolves, giant wolves everywhere. Occasionally some sort of saber toothed mm. tiger or lion grant. Mm. Hyenas don't get a look in, which is a, a terrible shame. It's the the chap in New Zealand who did the the Beast Wars stuff, he had mm. quite a few, but that's I think that's probably the only example other than seeing this actually. So mm. yeah. there's Hello, another I... uh, Magrum, the uh, devourer of uh, vile Tess Wolfen. She has a, a hyena companion, right? So at least this this is makes sense in in world in that yeah, yeah. hyena things kick around the place, and why not? Mm -hmm. It's quite good I mean, for I, drones as well, being a bit scavengy. I, I do imagine that this guy actually to get it to turn actually has to smack it in the side of the head with one of those clubs. <laughs> just give it a little, a little, oh, a little love tap, just a little love tap. Yep, yeah. that or it's like a rattle, and he just shakes it next to the ear. Well, that would work as well. I quite like the the Ratley clubs. It's got faces on them. Mm. Yeah, grumpy, and even more grumpy. <laughs> These are your choice for Ratley clubs. When he hits well, you, it's, it's, it's it the two screen. most feared faces on your parents: angry and disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's better than the uh, what do you call them? The tragedy and comedy masks of theatre. Yeah, yeah. Angry and disappointed. The masks perished. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's he's only been. Um, sort of doing this for about two years now. Two, wow. Two, three years. Uh, I think that the Etsy store kicked off around um, 2021. Uh, but he has a little, he's got a little face page as well where he'll mention what he's up to currently. Quentin Blavier. Uh, and occasionally you'll see stuff that hasn't made it. It's because he, he is just sculpting and trying to get mm. 
better and, and do more stuff for himself, which means there are things oh. that haven't been released. There's things that aren't going to be released. He's done like a one sixteenth scale. Um, I think it is the the line of Alan. The the um, oh the red. Yeah, I'm going to click on the dragon. Don't worry. The uh, I can't remember the red ladies. Anyway, there's a a character, but he's been doing it as a big big figure. Oh he was wow! Doing it for a convention as a as a an entry piece, but didn't get it finished in time. That is um, phenomenal. <laughs> based based on the Sinbad um, dragon, the the one that the elves kick around with, but that wow. one was very much like a the old sort of S shape. We know where the tail was on the floor. This bit more dynamic and leaping off. The kind of classic uh, Trish Carden style. Yeah, I can't, can't imagine that will ever be released. But my God, look at it! Wow, you can see. Look how delicate those wings are. With the light coming mm. through it, yeah. that's why I that's... don't think it'll ever be released because that would be a bugger to cast and oh, uh, not get flaws. Yeah, but he, even then, actually working and painting, and oh shit, crap! I slipped. I put my brush through its wing. <laughs> Absolutely Gorgeous, stunning. Yeah. yeah, so it's worth worth keeping an eye on what Quentin's up to on on his um, mm-hmm. his, his socially things and the, the Facebook as well. But I just think it's a really nice collection of um of character models and mm. obviously for confrontation fans it's always mm. nice to be able to get your hands as on indie as indie can be i yes. aim for the indias of indiness nicenesses <laughs> whenever i can yeah I, but I, I again with confrontation becoming more mainstream is it indie because it's the indie of a mainstream topic well oh. it's never mainstream oh don't worry about that <laughs> we're, we're always very much we keep ourselves to ourselves <laughs> uh, you know we're, we're like that by nature mm. yeah in fact, I've got, my tiny, <laughs> got one of my tiny rule books. That's the fortification one for when. I always imagine Jerry has just like two lazy Susans to either side of his PC that he can just rotate to pull to up run, the appropriate miniatures. Yes, I want to run war machines for confrontation. Little tiny book, did tiny little book of dreams. They, they came with them. They were in the back of the blister packs. So yeah, they yeah. Got a war machine. Then the little blister pack uh-huh. booklet for war machines was in there, <laughs> which was just great. Amazing. It's like it came out of a Christmas cracker. Oh, I love you. Anyway, because it makes Jerry look even more giant than he actually is. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, that um, was rooted design by Quentin uh, Blavier, possibly. Um, Who knows? Belgian, you know. I'm not going to go any further with his pronunciation. Uh, definitely worth checking out his Etsy store if you're interested in any of those. And if you're interested in confrontation, check out the various. The, there's a couple of big Facebook groups. Um, and the confrontation club as well, um, because there's a lot going on. Every time I turn around, there's more going on, uh, including Continuum. But we'll come back to Continuum in the future. Right, that's enough of the indie. Now time for the newsy. We'll be back after the swishy. Coming to you from the center of northwestern Europe, covering board games, war games, card games, and all that shit you love. It's the news. (laughs) Okay, we're back for the news. And there's been a lot coming out of Nova, the PBS science program. Mm. So why have Games Workshop decided that public access scientific uh, journalism is the best place to announce all their stuff? What's going on? Because they're they're trying to recontact Voyager. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's also the grim dark future is the future. So they're just getting it out there now and do it, getting it done. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 (laughs) <laughs> but yes, there has been a lot of news uh, from Nova, of which we're going to go through and either be excited or very dismayed at. We shall see. Oh, John has his meth face on. Sorry, I've already <laughs> told them that I'll be sleeping through this, so don't worry. <laughs> Where are we starting? 
Uh, Jerry's actually got that little nodding duck from The Simpsons that's going to keep just clicking open uh, tabs as we go through. So, yeah. where, where, where is your airplane pillow, Jerry? You've got to be comfy, my bro. Yeah. So uh, we're starting things off with uh, the place that everything starts when it comes to 140,000, and that is Space Marines. Uh, so, yes, we have a lot of new Space Marines coming our way. Um, if you hadn't have guessed from the fact that the launch box was both Space Marines and Tyranids, We've already got the Tyranids, we'll more on them later, but we're going to be seeing some even well, even more Space Marines coming up in the near future. Look at all those tabs, people. Look at them. Uh, yeah, chin beard. Yeah. So uh, kicking things off, we have a whole host of new Terminators uh, dropping into the mix. Uh, there's going to be a whole new squad for you to dive in and use um, alongside a variety of different captains. Well, different character models as well that are now wearing their Terminator armor. So you've got uh, the captain there, as you can see. There's also a chaplain uh, who is oh. you know, wielding the no. craziest Arcanus. Arc- Arc- <laughs> no, sorry, that face, no. I, I like the skull face, which is on no, the No, so, yeah, no, but, that's... Uh, yeah. Uh, and then he, this is the first time, actually, as well, that you can get a chaplain with a shield. But there you mm. go. That's something new uh, that you can drop into the mix. So you've got Terminators of all sorts of different flavors and things coming down the line uh, for you to dive into and have fun with. Oh, it's <laughs> just as bad the second time. <laughs> uh, in addition to that, uh, we also got a look at the effective replacements for the traditional assault Space Marines. We've now got the Jump Pack Intercessors dropping into the mix. So these are your Primaris arm armoured space marines with their new jetpacks Cap- uh, lieutenant titus not captain lieutenant titus is flying around one of these in the space marine 2 trailer so it was about time that we saw them uh coming to the tabletop as well so you're going to be able to give them their sort of traditional sort of armaments of your uh your bolt pistols and your chain swords and things but you'll also have plasma pistols and hand flamers and uh power fists and all the other things that you might expect you'd get with your jump troops uh so you can send them to claim objectives smash a tank in half or something in between balance rocks balance on rocks at least they're not on flight stands so uh, I mean I I would be very tempted to green stuff up just use little balancing rock sculptures they do in rivers sometimes just do one of those on the side of the base there's a half mage setting on one of those there is just buy enough of those bases and away you go (laughs) they're all very zen (laughs) Uh, so yeah this set obviously comes with options as I was saying there so you're going to get your things like hand flamers and and uh, power fists and all that kind of shebang at the same time. So I yeah, do, I've noticed that it no longer says Primaris. No, I was about to comment on that. Yeah, yeah. since they so. double tapped all the old ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, or since they across the Rubicon Primaris. Yeah, it's, don't, it's, don't have to worry about it anymore. You just can't get the old ones, so you don't. It's the astronaut meme it. of it's all Primaris. It always was. It always was. Yeah, <laughs> gun to the back of the head. That's the that's the old ones yeah. going away. Eleventh edition is no more firstborn. Yeah, mm. I will say that uh, they have obviously shown off new terminators and things. The assault variant is still yet to come out. That will mm. you still have to use the old assault terminators if you want to, but they are probably going to be doing some assault terminators in the near mm-hmm. future. Um, additionally, uh, as we saw characters coming out with Terminator armor, we're also getting some characters with jump packs. So you'll be able to get yourself and a more rocks. and even more rocks. Yeah, totally. so you got a captain leaping into the the fray with uh, are rocks the sword. new skulls, uh, rocks and skulls. Yes, yeah. Are rocks the new skulls where it must have a rock? Well, there is a little skull underneath that rock, as you see. So, yeah. um, <laughs> Wombo. The rock is balanced on the skull, which is balanced on a turtle, and it's turtles all the way down. It's turtles so, all the way down. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, so really cool stuff there as well. And there uh, you can see a little bit of alternative. So if you wanted to dive in and play as the and do something very Blood Angels themed, you've got the option to do that as well, which is nice to see. It's good that their character packs are actually coming with a good variety of options to them now um because it just means that you can play around with it and sort of make them fit the faction that you particularly enjoy playing well the chapter that you enjoy playing anyway yeah so. can't can't deny the variety is nice to see at least mm. yeah yeah we might have six six captains but at least all of those captains have lots of options within those packs so at lieutenant, least lieutenant uh, got promoted yeah, yeah they're they're gaining ground on the lieutenant yes. lieutenant sorry we're british <laughs> very true lieutenant. very true yeah <laughs> uh, the just twitched yeah, another one of the uh, squads that is getting a proper revamp, much like with the Terminator squad, isn't they're not Primaris Terminators. They are just Terminators, pretty much as they should have dealt with Primaris at the beginning. But never mind. Uh, this this Scout squad are the just repl- are just replacements for the original Scout squads. Um, so they are still your, uh, I, I would say young, but they're some of them aren't that young mm. uh, Scouts that are sort of working their way up through the ranks. Do well, they still have are always vet sergeants? Yeah, who were there to train the young kids? Yes. Yeah, but yeah. do they still have my sniper rifle? They do have a sniper rifle. There you Good. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so that it, that was just something I always loved having a unit of these just to go mm-hmm. character hunting. Yeah, yeah we, so. we kind of knew these were going to be on the way anyway since the Black Templar release because they yeah. got the neo fights rescaled. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that guy's wearing a power cloak. How cool is that? I know it's a camo cloak. Dump. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is though. Maybe it's the maybe it's just a big sword, some sort, of, some sort of taser. If puts I, I mean, he has to be that fabulous. He can just swing the cloak up and cut your throat. Hey, I mean, there is an entire cloak made out of flying hammers in Age of Sigma, so who knows? Coming know. this season from Couture. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in addition to that, they've also replaced the Sterngard veterans. We kind of knew this was coming as well because we mm. saw a few of these as part of the Leviathan box. Uh, to their landing into the mix, um, I like that there? heavy flamer. I was looking yeah. at yeah. flamer. Yeah, that's a nice. Yeah. I like that double-barreled. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it now. Why couldn't the ones that had the dopey guns have these guns? <laughs> oh, you mean the? Do you mean the Infernus? The, po- the rocket pods on rocket oh, pods. Oh, rocket right, pods. Yeah. And yo, I heard you like yeah. rocket pods. Yeah, the Nerf guns, T-shirt that, cannons. Yeah. yeah, so that yes. is actually that is actually a new type of flamer, according to uh, Games Workshop. So it's oh. just a, a beefed up one. I mean, is it a twin it's, heavy flamer? It's not a heavy flamer. It's a infernus cannon, infernus yeah. heavy incinerator. That yeah. doesn't work for the meme, brother. Get the infernus cannon. No, well, that's <laughs> it. They don't want the memes. They want us all to take this super serious. Super, super serial. serial. Somebody yeah. meme that for me right now. Yeah, uh, you've also got a company heroes box that's coming down the pipeline as well. So oh, I like these put together. Heavy yeah. bolters, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, honestly, yeah, mm-hmm. I tell you what, I'm seeing. See that guy on the far left? Remember the old command squad? It's yes. just him, but a Primaris did. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. But I, I like that they've taken that that old school piece that so many people are going to recognize and upped it. Mm. I I like that. It does yeah. have a it does yeah. have a good heavy familiarity to it, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, I like yeah. it. I like yeah. it. I like the the, the banner bearer there with the uh, the big cloak and stuff. I think that's a really He's nice kind of starting going, "No, this is my banner." I like exactly. the I like the fact that the banner doesn't cover half of him. Yes, like the yes. old one does. Yes, good. and it's actually sitting central on his base mm-hmm. instead of out to the side where you're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've also got for well, you don't tend to see this quite a lot with the Primaris kits, but there's also a chat with Bionics there as well. Yep. Uh, so there's somebody who's had his arm ripped off by something during one war or another. Um, oh, he must feel such shame. Everybody else is bright, shiny, and new, and you're there with a robot arm going, 
I goofed. Unless you, <laughs> unless you collect iron-ons, in which case that was voluntary. Exactly. Fair. Yeah. Replace them all. <laughs> Flesh is weak. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, some really nice stuff there for your space marines to be using. And, of course, there's the captain variants that you can get as part of that set. So you can sort of theme them to match whatever kind of captain you want to run in your force on the tabletop. Um, these are all going to be coming out alongside the new 10th edition Space Marine Codex, which, as you can see, is a chonker. Who would have thought it? Um, so this will supersede the index cards that are already available. Uh, they're going to have the book come out alongside a new set of data cards. Uh, Did you just say Workshop stations. released a pointless product? Yes, of course. Oh. Congratulations, oh. Workshop. You played um, them again. I will also... Did it again. More money means more uh, money. I will also say there's been no word as to how that interacts with the app yet. But if it's anything like ninth edition and eighth edition, the app will crash. Well, the app will crash. Although the app is actually pretty good this time, these time, yeah. these time around. But yeah, um, but I'd assume you're going to get a code probably as part of the book that you'll be able to unlock the stats and stuff. Yeah, the, la- uh, last edition that just did not work for me. No, I did. I did. It I like it. Uh, it, it, it just paying failed. for an app as well. So I think all the all the rules should be free in that. Because you did you play ninth? I actually didn't. Even though I built an army for ninth, I never got to play it. Imagine commenting on something you've not done, Justin. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I'm commenting on the rules, not the game. <laughs> you commented Jackass. on the app. The app never no, worked no, for me. No, no, I, 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 had the, no I got the app. I tried to get it to work with the codex, and the damn thing didn't work. So I did do it. So shut up. Yeah. Well, there oh, we go. children. <laughs> Stop that. Or we'll put you in separate row. Hang on before I put you in separate rooms. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. It's in the same room. Let us finish it. Uh, a proper glow up there for a bunch of space marines that you will have seen in the past alongside some new miniatures as well uh, the, one of the uh, things I should mention about the codex and the way that they're kind of handling codex compliant chapters this time around is that instead of having a specific detachment that's like says this is an iron hands detachment or this is a white scars one there'll be a particular way of playing your space marines that is say it was themed around white scars themed towards the idea of fast attack vehicles and bikes and things like that. So it won't specifically say on it, this is the White Scars one, but it's kind of there to be implied to use alongside that. But it means that you're not going to feel sort of like aggrieved or someone's not going to go, that's not right. If you start playing with a you know a biker heavy force, but you've painted them all green like Dark Angels or and something like that. And your captain's on foot. And your captain's <laughs> on foot, yeah. yeah so, so hang on, it's a, it's a bit more on. generic, a bit more, shall we say, bland. Well, no, the, the flavor's no. still there, but yeah, it's yeah. just been made done in such a way that it means that you've got a lot more choice when it comes to your armies. So you could go in an entirely different route with your white scars if you really wanted I th- to. I think there's more of a, a push towards you can make your own army however you want and theme it. Yeah. But more yeah. based on that rather than just saying, I'm a white scars the, player, so therefore yeah. everything's on They've done it a laughable. few times in the past, but then shortly after, or when I say shortly after, maybe you know a few months or so after, then they'll go, oh, we are going to do a specific codices for them. Mm. Um, yeah, and then, well, and then they go back to default again. Whereas I, yeah. I like the idea of just a one and done. Just don't. Mm. I know they won't. I know that there will oh, be yeah. chapter specific codes coming for be, all yeah. of them anyway. I mean, you but see, was... just having everything you need in one book where you can go. I'm going to make these into flesh terrors. I'm going to make mm. these into imperial fists. I'm going to make them into whatever I want. Raven guards, salamanders, etc. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. I, you, know, you don't need to reinvent the wheel for every single chapter out there. Um, mm. So, yeah, maybe that's yeah. just me showing my age. But yeah. So, Space Marines, done, tick, 
Yes. Uh, over the last weekend, we also got to see pre-orders go up for the other side of the Leviathan box, basically, and all the other things that are coming out for, well, this weekend, in fact. You can get your pre-orders in at store.ontabletop for all of this stuff. Um, so we've got a brand new codex for the Tyranid side of things. Wahey! So yes, mm. that's going to be coming out again, much like with the codex I was talking about for Space Marines. Um, this will supersede what already exists. So if you already got that stuff, you're going to have to get the replacements or something. Uh, Alas, or, or um, but just if you've got the indexes, just, stick. just play with the indexes. That's all I'm going to do. I'm just going to play with the indexes. That's also why I chose an army that nobody likes, Chaos Demons, because they they won't be, get done for like three or four years. So I'm 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 fine. <laughs> uh, so yes, never. Yeah, this is going to, and also I can use them in other games as well because I can use them in Age of Sigmar and everything else. But there we go. Anyway, less of my hobby. Um, so uh, yeah, you're going to be able to get yourself a normal codex, but you also get a limited edition codex. A lot of people have pointed out that the normal codex just looks exactly the same as the ninth edition one. It's got exactly the same cover art. Don't get confused when you go into a shop. You have to ask for the tenth edition one, not the ninth one. Mm. The limited mind. edition one looks horrible. I don't mind the artwork on the front of it. I don't like the background. Uh, no. I, but uh, but other than that, the, the yeah. entire style of this looks horrible. And is that like random artifacts that are around the edge? Oh no, it's it's a little tassel thing. Yes, it's a little tiny tassel. Yeah, yeah so that, it's, that, it's that actually makes it look like it's been badly photoshopped. Well, yeah, it might have been as well, but I suppose. Uh, but yes, so you'll be able to get yourself the Codex and the Limited Edition one. There's also a set of data cards. As I was mentioning, the Space Marines are going to get the same thing. You're going to get a little set of cards that you can use to reference your forces in battle. One thing I will say is is good, regardless of whether or not you know, you're going to have to buy multiple things or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because they've done it in such a way now that your all of your core rules for playing your army are effectively across two pages when it comes to your attachments and your special rules and your stratagems. And then if you've got the cards, you could effectively literally just have one page open in your book and your cards next to you and you can play the game. It's a lot better than having to flick back and forth as they did through ninth. So, you know, mileage may vary in that in that regard, but, you know, decent way of doing things, uh, at least for the new edition for now. Uh, you see- the curse of the special dice. The curse nope. of the special dice. At these, least they're not those weird bad. Nagel ones. So, uh, oh, yeah. Work, workshop learned their lesson right quick with that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, of course, with all of these accoutrements, you're also going to be able to get your hands on all the new models as well. Uh, so these are the ones that were previewed a while back. So you've got your Combat Patrol, which is effectively the half of the Leviathan set um, that's now been sort of condensed down into that Combat Patrol set. So it's just to I, pick up a play uh, box, which is pretty I nice. also heard that this is a GW Store exclusive. Oh, interesting. Wait, wait, wait. You mean a website exclusive or their yes. official think, store exclusive? I think, com- I think Combat Patrol Turn is maybe just initially, I don't know, is uh, right. web store only. Okay, <laughs> that's, oh, that's weird. Because that means even if you're walking into your local Warhammer store, you won't be fit to pick it up. You'll have to order it and wait for it to get there. Interesting. that's how all the web exclusive stuff works. Mm. No, don't quote me on that. I, I heard that. I don't know. Uh, that that, that would, uh, feels very weird to me. Yeah. Uh, you also have a whole set of new miniatures as well. So you've got the Norn Emissary and the Norn Assimilator. I like these. That. Yeah, yep. these are cool. These are very um, get away from how you bitch style aliens, which <laughs> I quite like. Um, so these are designed as effectively the most heavy duty assassins you've ever known. You know how in some cases it's like, I'm an assassin. I'm stealthy and sleek and I can slip mm. between the cracks of a wall and get you while you're hidden in a mouse hole or something. Uh, these are like, no, I'm just going to smash the wall down and kill you. Yes, so... This mission has stealth is optional. Yes, stealth is, <laughs> stealth is optional when it comes to these. Oh, assassins. Jerry, stealth is always optional because yeah. if they're all dead, it's still stealth. Yeah, how many times do you have there. to say this? Although I will say, I think 
out of for cool miniatures, I think the Tyranids are the big winners at the minute. They well, they're certainly big, and uh, well, yeah, no, but just in general for straight up cool miniatures, they're the big winner. Yeah, I think they've. Done, I think there's the Games Workshop have done a really nice job on yeah, the, redesigning a lot of this stuff. The and, reworks yeah. have done really well. Yeah. Uh, there's also the Biovore and the Pyrovore. So these are the classic miniatures. They've gone less gorilla sort of styled with the big front yep. legs and the the back mortar almost, and oh. they've gone for slightly more of a uh, sort of Starship Troopers bug design. I'd say yeah. the big blue I'm, beetles, I'm, very tanker bug kind of look. I miss the gorilla. I miss the. I, I think the gorilla well. was a better look. Yeah. For... See, I'm getting some nice Zerg vibes off of this, which I quite like. Can be quite Zergy, yeah. So you've got the Biovore, which drops the spore mines, and then you've got the Pyrovore that basically just turns you into a big sticky goo on the tabletop. Uh, so you've got some options there for artillery and, and sort of heavy weapons, I suppose, in inverted commas for the Tyranids. There's also all the actual stealthy stuff. <laughs> so you've got the Neurolictor. Uh, I like to think that he just infiltrates your brain. Mm. Uh, you've got the Lictor, who infiltrates your body by just stabbing you. Mm. Uh, and then you've got uh, Death Leaper as well, who is your sort of new character uh, option for you to drop into the, the mix as your named Tyranid yeah. with his lovely skin cloak. Yeah, why does yeah, a, a why does a Tyranid need a cape? Because he's because he's fabulous. Maybe it's a chameleon so, kind of thing. It might be. Yeah, yeah. it's powered as well. No. <laughs> oh, that would that would be a cool yeah. paint job. Painting yeah. it like whatever the background is would be. Cool. Uh, oh, I mean, yes. maybe it's for kidnapping people. It just grabs you and wraps you in the cloak. Could well be. So it could well be. Okay, so it's a body snatcher. It's a body snatcher cloak. Yeah, I could have said uh, the other thing, which would have been worse. <laughs> uh, there's also. There's also replacements coming for the um, the sort of core units in your Tyranid force as well. So we'd seen the Torm- uh, the Termagants getting additional stuff uh, over the well over the course of Leviathan coming out and things like that. So everyone knew that set was coming their way. But the Hormagots are also going to be landing uh, for you to pick up and play around with. So you're going to get slightly revamped versions of them. So if you don't want to shoot things, you want to stab them, you can play around with the big spiky boys. So they're going to get their new set. I really hope that they do just a separate box of Ripper Swarms because having one per box just doesn't seem right to me. But okay. I mean, Does the Ripper Swarm still box. have a unit profile, I wonder? It does, yeah. yes. yes. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, then I see why that's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the one that everybody really wanted and everybody secretly hoped was actually going to be included as part of a Space Hulk box set. Yeah. Never going to happen. Uh, we have uh, a new set of Gene Stealers that can be, as you can see there, designed with the Yirungal heads. So if you wanted to go for that slightly older style of uh, Gene Stealer, you can do. Uh, but again, just sort of given a little bit of a tweak, a little bit of an update. And obviously the, the Gene Stealer kit has been sort of sat around for a very, very long time, mm. not really changing. And so mold lines be gone. A new set is on the way for you to play around with. So, you know what that is? The final molds for the Gene Stealers finally broke. Probably, yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, someone just threw it in the bin and was like, oh no, they've gone. We'll have to make a new one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Tyranid player in the stock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Smash. I'm sorry. So, oh yeah. no, it fell <laughs> five times. Yeah. So uh, a lot of stuff there for people diving into 140,000, uh, both in the in the near future and also this weekend pre-orders. It's definitely more a a worry that the Gene Steelers were in danger of being stepped on by everything, including Gretchen. <laughs> yes, probably. So come on, these, uh, these guys all need to be ambigulated. Yeah. Well, that, that's different. Normally we leave the 40k stuff to the end of the news. Oh, just you wait. Does he oh, know? yeah. There are reasons. There are reasons. Oh, there, there's <laughs> lots of reasons. It's, yeah. it's mostly to stop me from just drifting off completely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need Jerry <laughs> to I click the buttons. <laughs> okay, so keep, keep, keep the Yeti engaged. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All um, right. 
Yeah. Sticking with a touch of the sci-fi, mm. moving away from 40,000. Yes. Black Sight are up to more interesting and new things. They are. So Black Sight seems to seem to make a new game every couple of months. Really? Uh, and they have a really fun new one that you can dive into, especially if you're a fan of kind of anime-themed mech battles on the tabletop. Uh, so this is Mobile Arms and their first set, which is called Endless Destiny, which sounds so anime it hurts. Um, <laughs> so... The- <laughs> So this is a 28 slash 32 millimeter mech based miniatures game with that kind of anime theme. As I was saying, uh, in the game, you play as uh, factions of uh, mechs that are battling over zones of operation with uh, on the tabletop. You can play this on very small tabletops, as is tends to be the case with um, Black Sight and they're sort of like two by two style tables. Or you can play it on much larger ones if you want to. Uh, the starter set that you see there, Endless Destiny, comes with two of the faction sets that you can see, which are very, very nice, uh, each with their own design and theme. As you were pointing out, uh, John, earlier in the week, I love that one because it's got a very sort of like Titanfall-esque theme to it. Yeah. I think it's really, really nice. Oh, but it's, it's got the active reactive armor. Yes. Yeah. Which I think no, is I, I know which side John's going to pick. <laughs> Do you, though? I would maybe say you would go for the Maybe he's doing right. both. Maybe he's doing both. Maybe I'm doing both. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm already in on this, Justin. Oh, oh. Uh, so I'm, the game. I'm not, I have no money. <laughs> <laughs> so the game uses a custom D6 mechanic uh, and also features a little bit of a fun sort of push your look thing to it. So um, the the game turns go back and forth between the players uh, where they do actions with their different mechs. And as you build things, as you build up points, you start to heat up your mech almost, and you have to go through to what you can sort of push things to the the nth degree before you have to go into what's called like a venting phase, where your mech sort of goes through, kind of like cool anime style, and like all the smoke goes everywhere, and you're like, oh my god, I can't carry on, and all that kind of fun stuff. <laughs> you can tell that I've maybe watched anime about twenty years ago, um, yeah. but yes, <laughs> Akira. Um, but within that, you're also going to be trying to fight over objectives. So it's not just a smash your opponent to pieces kind of thing. And you have to be run around and earn credits for your particular faction and that kind of stuff. And the person who has the most credits by the end of the game is obviously the winner. Um, they are doing this as kind of both digital and physical. So be, you'll be able to pick up the 3D printed versions. As you can see, there was like STL files and everything there. Or you can actually get the physical um, miniatures if you want. So if you don't have a 3D printer, you can go down that route, which I think is quite nice. Um, I love the style of it. I love the ambition from Black Sight. I I like that they're just a company of creatives who are thinking, hey, wouldn't this be cool? Let's throw it out to the community. Because uh, this is another one of their kind of like backroom uh, projects where they put it up and it's kind of like a little mini Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So you dive in and you can pledge for it and bring it to life. So it's a really fun one where the community is actually fully involved in the process of bringing the game to life with them specifically, rather than it just being done through a, a larger platform like Kickstarter, which is obviously good for them in order to, you know, keep hold of a little bit of that revenue and already, you know, put it back into the process of uh, bringing the game to life. Um, also doing terrain. It wouldn't be black site without some terrain, <laughs> mm. uh, which looks very nice and could obviously just be used for infinity and all sorts of other sci-fi games as well, because it's like 28, 32 millimeter scale. Well, <sighs> their their timing is actually pretty good for this because the new armored core is either just launched or launching very soon. So it's, it's already I think, out. Yeah. yeah. So I think their timing is good. A, yeah. I think that may have been an influence in them bringing it out when they did. <laughs> possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I mean, so, that, uh, from what I'm seeing from the little bits I'm seeing here is, you know, you're building a frame, you're actually making a mech from the ground up. So it's it's kind of got that modular vibe that you yeah. get from some of those games, which is quite yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's done by the guy who wrote Yaf Seeger as well, which is the kind of fantasy 
uh, skirmish game where yes. you go off into this strange, weird, mystical world and you have to try and mm. fight to control sort of portions of that for your faction and things. So the nice. design has got a pedigree That's behind very it. Nice. Very nice. So, yeah. I definitely, I kind of want to lay my hands on some of this terrain just because it is just mm. so nice. Yeah. You know, if they had cool. just done the terrain on its own, I'd have been right in there. <laughs> the fact uh, well, you can get it. You can get it. Let's put you off. Can't no, no, I never, I never said the words. Words <laughs> in my mouth. What the hell? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so really cool stuff there. Definitely go and check it out if you're interested in this kind of vibe and you like the aesthetic of that kind of anime thing going on as well. So yeah, go and have what a look. We said for heat sinks. Yeah. Heat sinks are always good. Mm, of course, push your mech to the edge. Yeah. LRMs are better though. It's glowing at all the. In all the little compartments and things and it's about to explode you need down. to watch more anime Ben <laughs> catch yeah, up the times kind of uh, yeah. in fact tell you what you should watch Witch from Mercury oh, yeah okay yeah. yeah. maybe some people can drop me some fun mech based anime suggestions in the comments as well that'd be nice so yeah it's not beyond the realm of possibility yeah I hear people uh, often comment yeah in these videos <laughs> <laughs> I imagine we'll see it all in the live chat yeah I was going to say if you're watching this during the, the premiere make sure to drop them in there very yeah. cool uh, right, moving to the realms of fantasy, and before Jerry can interject with his own wonderful world, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on a journey into the mortal realms. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, oh dear, there's also a teaser for what's to come. Uh, so yes, cities of Sigma going against ogres in the newest Warcry set. Oh, it's a darn good job that we are doing this show just after I've written all of these, so I remember everything. So, <laughs> right. so yes. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of tired of Warcry. Warcry is possibly the best rule system that Games Workshop has produced in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's so continuous with releases, trying to keep up with it. I... Yeah, but you don't need to do any of that. You don't have to follow the train. You but just FOMO. have to... But FOMO is... You don't have to follow the train. FOMO is part of gaming life. Yeah, if but, if I was playing this game, I would feel incredibly pressured to keep up with this. But there's no there's no new rules in that. You can no, still no, play but with there, the stuff there's you the, had no, but there's the new miniatures and stuff, and you'll feel like you're missing out because it's not there. Yeah, but they're going to be av- available eventually later on down the road, so you uh, don't have th- to buy the box. I don't know. I think release rates for this are p- going to burn their fan base out. I don't like the season model that they've gone for. I think that's poo pooey, uh, but uh, I, I I do like the game and I think the miniatures are very nice. Um, so yes, this is the new set which is called Hunter or Hunted. Which one is which? Uh, and this sees the uh, hunters that we saw from the cities of Sigmar heading out ahead of their Dawnbringer Crusades as they look to cleanse the way for their upcoming uh, armies and also to lay the roots for various cities. So this is where you get your sort of poor old mortals and their lovely dogs mm-hmm. who are going up against the deadly gorges from the Moorpack. So, if anybody remembers Warhammer Fantasy Battles, there was like I one do. gorger model. <laughs> I remember that. Yes, which was a sort of um, starved ogre in many ways who didn't really have his gut and so was sent out to basically destroy everything in his path and eat everything, including my cannons. Jack. Uh, but yes, uh, this uh, uh, this is then sort of new take on the Gorgias, um, who are the uh, ogres who just cannot sate their hunger and for some reason just can't keep it in their bellies either. Uh, I've probably just had a bad curry. Uh, and they are armed with all sorts of sort of crude and deadly weapons, as well as sharpened and broken claws and talons. And I love their big bloody maws and everything as well. It's a really fun little a really fun, nice little set for the ogres that kind of builds on them because obviously you can use these in Age of Sigmar. 
proper um but also is a really nice little warband for you to drop into Warcry as well going down the monstrous route rather than it being uh sort of regular based individuals which i think is a nice way to go uh, and then you have the world of corpse hunters who are the ones going up against them we'd seen these previewed uh not too long ago as part of another um sort of uh, live streaming things uh so these are the, as i say the sort of scouts and the rangers that go ahead of the dawnbringer crusades uh to sort of um keep everything safe and they sort of know their ways through the hotlands of Gur and everywhere else in between you get all those lovely humans and then you get that lovely pack of dogs because who doesn't like dogs can you pet the dogs yes because it's a physical game you don't have to worry about it just pat the dog <laughs> just get your finger are out you, are you sure that. some of them look kind of spiky oh, i'd still pat them because they're lovely. They're so lovely. Oh, they're so great. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> but yes, they're armed with uh, crossbows and all sorts of different things. They don't like getting into close combat too often. And so they even have some special rules to dodge out of it and that kind of thing, which I think is a nice little addition. The thing that's a little bit different about this set is that uh, Games Workshop, by their own admission, have said, maybe you've probably got enough Warcry terrain now. Uh, and so this one only comes with one piece of signature terrain in it alongside the two warbands. Hopefully that'll mean that the price point comes down a little bit, but who knows. Uh, and this will allow you to play out very focused scenario-based games with the Morpit that is a sort of like... A, a, it's a you know, Sarlacc pit. It's a Sarlacc pit. It is basically a Sarlacc pit. Uh, Where push the upside down skull yes. off this. Yes. And that's how it works. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> if, if your equivalent Boba Fett falls in, he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Do, but, do uh, they still sell, was his name, Grecius Goldtooth? Grecius Goldtooth. The Alas, big, I don't believe you know, he exists anymore. The, the no. job of the hot fat ogre. Yeah. Just sitting yeah. there watching you push your Jedi. <laughs> but uh, when, when the old world comes back, uh, and they get around to the ogres. I'm sure he will return to the fold. Hopefully, not as his big fine cast kit because blur. But there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phil cast. Yeah. Um. On top of that, oh god, so much stuff. Uh, we have some more stuff for Warhammer Underworlds before we get to the main uh, Mortal Realms of the Age of Sigmar. So this is a new Warhammer Underworld set that sees uh, Slaneshi demons, and they. They seem to have gone back to spelling demons D A E now rather than just D E M. So, which is weird. Diamonds. Diamonds. Yeah, I, I, I don't think there's a lexicon in the Games Workshop offices. Matt Damon. Uh, but yes, uh, this is a new Underworld set that sees the uh, Hedden Knights of Slanesh going, going up against the Eyes in the Deepkin. And just because that one time they released a small crab and everybody went crazy for it, they've decided they're going to put pets into every warband from now on, apparently. So there's your squid. You <laughs> need your mascot. It's you a good move. It is a good move. It's it, the best it move makes, they've made in 15 years. Yeah, it makes me make memes. <laughs> Why, so what did got, they do 15 years ago? Uh, so didn't do didn't do them. Yeah. Not their current <laughs> price model, that's for sure. <laughs> Fair. Uh, so these are the Thricefold Discord. Uh, these are a trio of Slaneshi demons that even the Hedonites don't get on with because they find them too annoying. Um, yeah. And they actually sort of bicker between themselves about who's the best and all this kind of thing, which seems apt for a band of Slaneshi demons. And so the leader of the Hedonites has sent them off into the Death Gorge to collect 666 souls uh, for, for Slanesh. Uh, and hopefully it's going to be a team building exercise for them and they're going to be friends by the end of it. They're not. They're demons. So there we go. <laughs> so that's a new set. Yeah. Slanesh is magic, not friendship. Yes. Uh, and then we have the Ideneth Geepkin with the Cyrene's razors uh, and similar to Slanesh. 
but uh, in a sort of different style. These are your uh, elves that are a little bit of a failed experiment under the uh, rule of Teclis, and so they are off to try and harvest some souls for themselves. So as you can see, one side wants souls, the other side wants souls. Now it's become a soul off, uh, and is the meaning behind this little confrontation down in the Death Gorge. Uh, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot more warbands in the near future for this as well, because it's the sort of opening to the new season, I suppose, of Warhammer Underworlds. On top of that, you're going to get a couple of decks that allow you to play these warbands straight out of the box, but then you also get the two ones at the bottom. So you've got Breakneck Slaughter and Force of Frost, which are themed to the new environment and can be used with any warband. So uh, in Games Workshop's mind, even if you don't want the models, you might want the decks. Why? <laughs> but there we go. So <laughs> one of those yeah, Some nice stuff there. But buy this thing, give us money. Yeah. Talking of buy this thing and give us money, there's one more thing for Age of Sigma because, of course, Games Workshop have got even more. Don't worry. Oh, my levels of burnout are rising. Oh, well, we got to get it out now. Otherwise, oh boy. Oh, no, go, go through it. I'm going to be yeah. dead in a minute here. Yeah. So uh, we have more stuff for the forces of destruction in the war in Warhammer Age of Sigma and the Mortal Realms. The Iron Jaws are on the warpath, but also Sol. So is a very smart troll. Well, he says he's a smart troll, but we'll see. Uh, so yes, no this for certainly isn't. Yeah, so this is Trug, the Trogoth King, which is just a little bit away from Throg, the Troll King, who was in Warhammer Fantasy Battle <laughs> and was also a leader of trolls. Here different. we go. So this is Trug, the Trogoth King, who um, has been asleep for millennia within Leshen? the Mortal Realms. Yeah, I, I, I see all the the Goblin Trug graffiti horns. while he's been knocked out. Yes. Uh, and entire civilizations have built have been built on the back of him since he's been asleep. But um, Alariel uh, cast her right of life, and that aggravated him from his slumber. And now he is awoken. Uh, but unfortunately, he could not, for whatever reason, shake the arcane uh, device strapped onto his back, or at least grown into his back. Um, and so now this has kind of influenced his mind, and he wanders around the ley lines of the mortal realms, trying to smash as many magical things as possible. And perhaps this thing is guiding him towards some larger purpose we'll never know or he's know. not smart enough to realize that the thing on his back is what's giving him that horrible horrible headache probably yes um so yeah you get a new troll leader sorry trogoth leader for you to use in the mortal realms very fun miniature i'm sure a lot of people can have uh, a nice time with this one i reckon Builders this could spot. be uh, got a proper yeah, I'm big surprised there wasn't spot. just like a little tramp stamp right on there <laughs> maybe there isn't if that loincloth who knows uh but yes uh lots of uh, fun stuff you get to get stuck into there for the gloom spike gits mm. he can lead entire legions of trogoths on the tabletop if you so desire um that's all going to be detailed in a new book which is called the reign of beasts so this is book two in the Dawnbringer cycle for age of sigma so if you want to follow the narrative and where things are going with that you're going to be able to pick this book up and dive in and have some fun. It also has uh, rules in there for a couple of other factions and also rules for running a mercenary company of um, Caradron overlords if you want to play around with them, which is quite nice. How big must that snail have been? <laughs> I, I can't quite large. Yes. Yeah. That huge snail on the on the club, yeah. I mean, so. hang on. He's maybe robbed a hermit crab. He could have, yeah. So there's a naked hermit crab running around somewhere going, oi! <laughs> the thing about hermit crabs is they steal those shells from snails. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, so how big would that, I mean, I want to see a regiment of those. Yeah, that'd be cool. Have you not, <gasps> seen, have you not seen the snail someone has on Instagram? It's like that size. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the size of their torso. It's like a yeah. rabbit. 
<laughs> Still just as slow. Although he is quite the beefy, beefy boy. Oh yeah, he's bigger than all those trogoths. So yeah, he's a, he's quite the beast. Um, talking of uh, badasses and beasts, mm. we also have some more stuff coming out for the Iron Jaws. They're actually going to get uh, a proper little bit update, little bit of an update. Uh, so you've got a new leader called Zogrok Anvil Smasher with another little cool pet, Elvis Squig. <laughs> yeah, so there's a clonk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Anvil so, squigs, you gotta yeah. love them. Elvis um, squig, yeah. <laughs> so he is uh, one of the smiths of the uh, Iron Jaws. What would have given it away? And uh, he forges some of the biggest, baddest beaten sticks for the Iron Jaws to use in their games. And I like that he comes with. He's either are they called calipers? Those kind of things, yeah. Calipers, yeah, tongs, tongs, yeah. calipers. Uh, yeah, the old saying going some uh, some hammer and tongs. Yeah, so he's got the hammer and tongs and his big burning blade as well. He's got a little tiny uh, crucible on his back too, which is mm. uh, probably not good. Yeah, hello, John, uh, for the squig. Do you think he hits it and just hears a thank you very much? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so yes, you got that new character leading the way. You also then got two specialized units. This is a dual kit, so you can make either of these. So the brute rages. Oh, this hurts my Slayer heart. But these are Iron Jaws who have made a boastful brag within the uh, Iron Jaws uh, army and not been able to fo- follow it through to the end. And so, following their shame, they've decided to strip some of their armor off, grab their weapons, and head out onto the battlefield to try and earn a name as the biggest baddest orcs or die trying. Oh my god, my dwarven so, bones. <laughs> no, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. I know exactly what this unit is. It's what do you mean I didn't do it? All right, fine. Hold my beer. It, it is the hold my beer unit of the Iron Jaws. Yes, you are. You're very true. Uh next to them, as we can move away from these because my slayer heart yep, is dying. Yep, uh, we have the weird brute wreckers. So these are Uruks who have uh been so infused by the power of Gork and Mork and everything else in between sure. in the war that they've gone a little bit kooky. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kooky in terms of the orcs as well. Uh, and so what the weird knob shamans have done is they have nailed bone and metal masks to their faces. Obviously, having something nailed to your face isn't the most pleasant of experiences, which means that they basically just see a green rage for the rest of their lives. Uh, and Clearly, the uh, shamans think they're doing them a solid, but it's actually just a terrible, terrible existence. And so they are sent out into the middle of the battlefield to destroy everything in their way. Think of them a little bit as like the fanatics, I suppose. Yeah, well, so this is what I was going to say. A dwarf yeah. berserkers. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I once saw a night goblin fanatic. It looked fun. Yes. Goblin yeah. shaman goes, I can help you with that. Exactly. Yeah. And one of them's wearing the face of Big Bird, which is always good to see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Come down to Sesame like Street, we'll Sesame beat you Street up. Anyway. Well, no, Sesame <laughs> Street apparently got cancelled. Oh, well, there we go. Um, don't let Lloyd know. Um, <laughs> so yes, on, on top of that, we've also got a update to the Ard Boys. So a lot of people will know that the Ard Boys originally, well, when Age of Sigma released, were basically just the Black Hawk models that got recycled into the Iron Jaws army. Works. With uh, Warhammer the Old World coming out soon, that unit is obviously, going to have to be phased back into being used for Warhammer Fantasy Battles. And because Games Workshop wouldn't want you to use too many kits for dual purposes... By the way, decided, give us more money. Yeah, they've decided to build the Oruk Ardboys, as you can see here. i got to say, it's a pretty badass glow-up for them. They it's look really kind of nice. cool. I love the armor style. Um, I love the weapons. I think painting them in a slightly different way, maybe without the yellow, perhaps, could be really fun. Um, but yeah, a, a pretty badass unit, and uh, it's almost a shame that they didn't do this when they first came out, I guess. But uh, but yeah, very cool. Get there yes. in the end. They're like, yeah. real. 
I, these I can like a little bit more just because the armor looks a bit more scrapped together. Yes, it looks it, it's more in line with the characters that have already existed for them, which mm. I think I think is nice. Um, just a, a nice little note to the end of this as well. Uh, the rules for these and a lot of the other units you've just here are going to be free. Free? Yeah, I can get free miniatures. Sweet. Well, yeah. Okay. Oh wait, no workshop. No, free Hi. rules. Free rules. So yes, this is a battle time supplement iron jaws, which can be attached to the Auric War Clans one. So all of the new rules for these models will be included in there, and they'll just be available as a free PDF download. You won't have to buy a new battle time in order to get access to those, which is a bonus. Until they bring out the new battle time. Yeah, but that it'll be a new edition for Warhammer Age Sigma next year, so nothing to worry about. There we go. So <laughs> don't yes. worry about it, Chief. It's just money. Very just fancy. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I need a break now, Jerry. Quick, need a break. Do you want to have a little lie down, a little rest? <laughs> just, just let me deal with this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody on. else can come back in an hour once I finish talking about the multi-award winning moonstone. <laughs> oh, please no. Oh yeah, I've had to listen to you. Wetter on about the 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 Whamsters and the forty Ks. <laughs> I blame Ben. Not my fault. None of that. Don't punish me for Ben's. You talk to. Stop talk. Much. You talk too. So uh, <laughs> Goblin King Games have released mm. uh, two new sets, two new boxes for the multi-award winning Winston, uh, the Game of Whimsical Fantasy on Tauber. Um, he even puts that on his site now. because He keep does put it on site now because somebody keeps, every time he doesn't, somebody keeps correcting him. Um, I don't know who. Uh, so here we have uh, the full set of four. So this is actually uh, the Weirdwood Troop box and Gump, mm. the delightfully large tree on the left um yes. these do a couple of things for for moonstone right off the bat uh they introduced tree folk and um a spirit called the dendrites uh, mm -hmm. who essentially inhabit and animate trees so these aren't ents these aren't abrace these are spirits that have the option to inhabit for a long period of time or flit from tree to tree as they float down the mighty rivers um, as they see fit, which means you end up with things like uh, the poor um, dead elm inhabited mm -hmm. uh, yeah. dendrite, uh, which is both a tree folk, a spirit, and technically one of their new shades, one of their undead, which came about oh, wow. as uh, part of the fate of Eric. Um, mm -hmm. We start to get the storyline during the campaign that was run that introduced Eric as a full-fledged knight for the La Chevalt. Um, and was at one point an avatar of the, the god Lashavit himself in that scenario. Um, but we've got this sort of progressing storyline in Tauber where um, the shades have started to crop up and uh, they need beaten back down uh, in many respects. So there's some interesting little nuggets that are coming along. Um, with the fate of Eric itself, when they ran that campaign, uh, this spirit um, that didn't have a name, I think. Oh, no, actually, she was named. So uh, Dranir um, yeah, yeah. started sort of gently steering Eric, uh, offering him the options of which way he was going to go. Uh, it's essentially a trickster god um, mm. rather than a, a spirit itself per se. Um, but the Weirdwood trip box, which is the, the three on the right, uh, introduces Dranir, um, Root, and... The other one I can't stump, remember. Stump. Root stump, and stump, isn't it? Could yeah. be. Could be that. <laughs> um, 
and then you can you can add to them uh, Gump if you so desire. It's a really nice set of resin figures, but more importantly, root really and interesting. Snag. snag, sorry, snag. snag. Ah, there we okay. go. Yeah, because they they add additional abilities and Moonstone. If you haven't played it, which is a terrible tragedy, um, if you haven't, you can go and download the rules and some paper cut out ones uh, that you right, I just have to home. finish my basing for the two player starter no, set no, you know hurry up um but <laughs> it's all about synergies because when you build a, a force you build based on the models you want to play uh, so you don't have to worry Such about points cool or anything else yeah. all you have to do is make sure that there's a faction that ties in and some things are multiple factions so they they can be dual faction based um or uh a theme you want to follow there's already stuff out there with the, the likes of the fawns for the last chivalt who can grow little wooded patches and stuff like that and with these new sets uh there's a lot of synergies in there where models can be pulled towards uh wooded patches healing is done damage is done based off them uh so you can set up some interesting combinations especially with gump being in there the the massive uh tree folk Womp that them. just mm. sits in the middle acts mm. like an anvil roots itself to the ground can't be pushed around and then can actually pull uh models towards themselves yeah. and then they interact them with the the wooded patches uh, within the glades as well so nice it's it's a nice little drop that people weren't expecting i think tom mentioned it briefly at ukge that there was something coming um, between now and the end of the year, uh, because the idea is then that the storyline will progress a bit further. Uh, so that's been chucked in there for people to to lay their hands on. Um, they went up for pre-order this week and they are released on uh, the 11th of September. There were also limited edition figures that launched at the same time. Uh, this is from an ever dwindling batch of limited edition figures that uh, Goblin King Games have made previously. And then oh. sometimes they're available through Kickstarters and that sort of thing. Um, after about three hours of that order being up, five of the six had sold out. Uh, wow. So I think Fritz is now gone as well, um, which is, you know, great if you manage to get in there early enough. And if you see my unboxings, I mentioned it was coming, so you have no excuse. You um, weren't. But yeah, uh, it's really nice to see not just new stuff for the last Chivalt, the best faction in Tauber, but also um, a new take on a, a sort of a, an old classic of the, the tree man sort of romping and stomping around the place. Oh. Um, so potentially we might see both more of the dendrites, the, the forest spirits in the future, but also potentially the way they work. Um, Eric the squire becoming Eric the knight took a long time and he's the sort of the first model I'm thinking that has pushed on in the storyline um, but now they've done it once there's always the potential that we might see things like this flit around in the future and we might see some of, these, some of these um, models change in, over time as well so Baron Von extra fancy hat <laughs> it's just yeah, a bigger hat every time just a bigger <laughs> hat just like uh, that film <laughs> yeah, you know, it may it may happen mm. that way um, but the, 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 there's always this the story going there's always the narrative there in the background that's, that's nice. being yeah. worked on quite significantly as well and uh, mm. so i want to see more i want to see more moonstone i want to see where things go and i want more people playing it because it is yeah. multi-award winning after all i mean i i have finally dipped my toe i am working on it and i cannot wait to start expanding very yes cool. it's it's all about filling all the rooms with moonstones all of them all the time um, so at some point all those shells behind justin will just be moonstone miniatures i am fine with this 
<laughs> but also the interesting thing is they started to hint at what the wizards, the eldritch, are up to with the moonstones, the whole reason, oh. the purpose behind the game, um, um, in the uh, the awakening, no, the arising, sorry, different different campaign from different company. Uh, the arising um, introduced the, the first eldritch figure uh, and then sort of give a bit of a hint about what they're going or what's going cool. on in that big tower of wizards so i'm i'm excited to see what happens next um if people missed out on uh the eric saga uh, it's available in the download section over on the moonstone uh website so you can actually go back and in fact they've, they've done a couple of them um so there is the uh fate of eric uh, and you can see all the the parts that were put together for us and the special rules that the various little squire erics had um, mm. which is a good way of, of going back and re-looking at the story again um but also there are hints in there like i say uh Dranir, uh first appeared in here as just a bit Where of artwork and, then, mm -hmm. and then she got added to the uh the storyline so there may be other little nuggets within the text or within the artwork that may appear in the future as well um from goblin mm -hmm. king games so really looking forward to more of that Thank you very much. See, that wasn't too painful, was it? No. Oh, no. I, I love it. Now that for was, the pain. That was <laughs> very, very nice. Right. Go on then. And we'll the cap things off. We'll, we'll get it finished. Okay. Right. Whoa. Let's limber up. Right. Okay. So, to begin with, <laughs> some news, some more news for Warhammer the Old World. It's coming. It's coming. It's nearly here. Eventually. So, yes. We Why so much workshop this week? Because, because the Nova Open happened, Justin. <laughs> so, yes, uh, we have a uh, new miniature that has been previewed um, for use with the Bretonian faction when they uh, eventually come to the tabletop once more for Warhammer the Old World. This is Lady Elise Duchard, um, who is one of the prophetesses, one of the uh, the servants of the Lady of the Lake within the Bretonian army. She is the one that's going to be giving you your blessing at the start of the battle uh, and making sure that all your knights don't die too horribly. Um, she comes on the back of that wonderful looking unicorn, as you can see there, and sort of tying into those themes of nature and everything else. You've got that really cool scepter design that I think is very nice. And then you've got the sort of um, the bridal of um, of sort of vines and leaves and flowers, which I think is a really good touch uh, to sort of previous models that were done uh, for the Bretonian range as well. Um, she's going to be one of the resin Forge World miniatures that's going to be added into the mix alongside the Bretonians. Um, the, the new releases and any of the re-releases will contain a lot of new plastic stuff as well as older miniatures. And then you'll, you'll get the Forge World stuff at the same time alongside that. So if you've looked at previous games of this ilk well previous games in this style so um for example horus heresy when it initially released had a lot well I, and even now actually mm. has this kind of mix between both plastic stuff and also the resin th uh resin miniatures that are created by forge at the same time so you can use these as centerpieces and special characters within your force but you're not going to feel like you have to because you can always just go down the route of getting the plastic stuff that's available from uh from games workshop and whatever else they do uh in the same vein uh, that is a pretty badass looking unicorn and he definitely needs to be covered in blood because why else give a horse a horn if it's not to stab people? So why are the older versions so angry looking? Because it was Warhammer. <laughs> so why would you not be angry looking? Yeah. I'd say it uh, reminds me an awful lot of Archeon's horse. 
It, it is yeah. a lot in, like Archeodsource. both, in both <laughs> size and style of presentation. Yeah. Yep. I've just seen that, yeah. That uh, is definitely the ever-chosen source. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's the, the latest preview for Warhammer the Old World. There are conflicting rumors online as to exactly when this is going to come out. Some people are saying October, November. That seems to be a little bit close for me. I think that's probably going to be around the time reserved for Legion's Imperialis. I would imagine this is probably going to be coming out next year at some point during the summer, maybe. Mm, maybe um, Although and, if yeah. you're if you're talking about an, an Age of Sigmar launch as well, then maybe... Maybe we'll see us in spring, perhaps. Uh, it seems... A given that we're going to get two box sets to launch this so you're going to have a tomb a tomb kings box set and a bretonian box set they're not going to do them as a combined force this time around mm. um that obviously means we're going to hopefully see the rule book dropping around that time as well uh, so or maybe, maybe they'll do a tomb king rule book and a bretonian rule book oh they're all they're going to have army books and then you'll have no them. no no. i mean like a core book if that's the oh, set well, maybe actually that could be quite interesting get like themed ones but yeah, yeah. so uh so yeah um no word exactly on when they're going to be coming out, but I would I would warrant next year at this mm. point as ever, well, they're showing up all these miniatures. So didn't Imperialis get pushed? It did get pushed. It well was pushed for uh, another reason that I think has been speculated online. <laughs> okay, so, fair enough. Uh, if you want to find out about that, you can watch some videos. Falrock, go and watch a Falrock video. He'll tell you. Uh, but yes. <laughs> Whether or not he's right, who knows, but it's nice to speculate. Uh, talking of the Horus Heresy, though, we do have some stuff coming out for the big version of Horus Heresy in 28mm. And starting things off, we have a very, very big miniature. Um, so if you ever wanted to get yourself a Demon Primarch, how about Fulgrim Transfigured? Um, yeah, what a big boy. Those wings are probably most of the model. Yeah. <laughs> uh, frankly, stunning. Um, and incredibly well sculpted and looks amazing. Um, but I defy anybody to ever take him to a tournament ever uh, without him breaking. So Is, uh, is he sorry. plastic or is he Forge He is resin. World resin. This is going to be a big resin kit. That's that's a big shame because you yeah. know every other Demon Primarch has been a plastic kit. Uh -huh. Now, I know this is for heresy, <laughs> but at the same time... Yeah. <clears throat> It should also be noted that he is not getting rules for Warhammer 40,000. So a lot of people were like, oh my God, Demon Primarch uh, Fulgrim want, definitely well, want the rules for him in 40k. He will I mean, not have he, them, I don't so. think he's even turned up in the narrative for 40k. No, but he is sort of in the background, isn't he, somewhere. So uh, he might... Well, he's, he's floating about in the Immaterium, distracted. Yeah. There'll be a season for it. Distracted. Yeah. There probably will be. Uh, and I'm sure that means we're, we're likely to get uh, a, a version of him for 40k at some point in the future. But if you are a Horus Heresy fan and you like your Emperor's children, you have a, a pretty big miniature to add into the collection there, as you can I'd see. I'd rather see Angron first. Oh. Angron's been done. Angron's been done. Yeah. Okay, I've been living under a rock. Apologies. There's a, there's I'm a, going, big, going to Google. There's a big it's demon a, Angron. So, even yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and Jerry blocks all this out yeah. to, uh, to Jerry this is just a monkey bashing <laughs> symbols together <laughs> um, as well as that we've also got a new plastic set for the Mark 3 tactical squads so if you like running legions that have this particular armor variant as one of their preferred ones so likes of the salamanders or the iron warriors and things like that you could be able to pick up this set it's compatible with the um, other sets that they've done for the Horus Heresy, so you can mix and match your armor patterns if you like, which is what a lot of the Space Marine Legions did yep. and continue to do to this day. So um, 
if you wanted to play around with that, you've now got the option to do so. Uh, pretty nice kit. Looks looks really fun. Some good, good, good to see there. the good to see the Mark Threes come back. Yes, after the old heresy boxes and you know everyone yeah. crying over those kits going away. Yeah, very much so. And uh, these are actually going to also be part of a new box set. So this is the Legion to Starties Battle Group set, which comes with a lot of them. <laughs> so you get a lot of Mark III armor, as you can see there. You also get the Land Raider at the front, uh, rumbling along, looking like a little old dinky toy. And then in the background, uh, another new addition to the range is the plastic, plastic Derrideo uh, Dreadnought. So if you didn't want to rock around with tanks, but you still wanted heavy weapons, why not just strap them to a big coffin? And glad you guys. Yes. All the LRMs. I'm I'm very glad to see this because when we got yeah. the Leviathan Dreadnought, I was like, it can't be far away now from, oh, from yeah. having this in True. plastic. So. So yeah, Derrideo Dreadnought, now available, well, going to be available in plastic in the near future with a variety of different weapon options. It also means it's going to be one of those Dreadnoughts that you don't have to buy two separate things or maybe even three in order to get the weapons and the body and all the other things in order to make it. So Thanks, yeah. Forge World. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, very nice if you're looking to blast things away. Futures magnets. <laughs> yes, just choose magnets, yeah. Yeah. Um, Last but not least, for the worlds of Games Workshop and Warhammer, everything else in between, don't worry, we're nearly done. It's, it's nearly... Nuffle. Yeah. Yes. Pretty we have nuffle. some pride for Nuffle. So, the Vampires, uh, a classic um, Blood Bowl team from back in the day, they are going to be returning to the tabletop with another absolutely fun-looking team. Lloyd is going to adore these. Well... Yeah, that's quite a few black bat wings. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. I know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, so in typical vampire team style, you get a variety of the vampires themselves, although they've now got new positional players. So you've got throwers, runners, and blitzers. Uh, and then you've also got the thralls, as uh, tends to be the case when it comes to vampires. They still have the same rule where they have the bloodlust. So you need to have thralls nearby them so that they can suck on them in the middle of uh, middle of the game, just like a good old orange juice, but uh, crimson. Uh, and then, <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. they've got Bloodweiser on the pitch. <laughs> they do, yeah. Uh, and uh, as I say, uh, a great little set that really shows off that the sculpting team behind especially Blood Bowl in particular, seems to just have a lot of fun with these teams. Uh, there's loads of fun characters built into this. I like the kind of hammer horror sort of over-the-top vibe for these. It really meshes with the kind of silly element to Blood Bowl yes. um, and doesn't take... doesn't it, it, The game's not taking it to itself too seriously, which I think is really good and very in-keeping with Blood Bowl as a game anyway. I mean, the guy um, holding the bat, does he have a sticky plaster on his head? <laughs> I can't. That looks yeah, like a sticky yes, plaster. On he his does head. have a sticky plaster on his head. Yeah, so so he has been bitten by his pet bat. God, uh, as as is the case or with all the, the ball. Yeah, as is the case with all of the blood ball teams. They're not pictured here, um, but they were in the preview article. They add lots of extra stuff onto the sprues. So there's actually like a little coffin set that you can buy to work as like something to put on the touchline. And there's uh, little balls that actually have bats in in sort of incorporated with them. So there's like a bat pulling a a bat pulling a ball off the pitch and that kind of thing. So you've got some people sort of cheating and all that kind of stuff. So they've done a really nice job on sort of adding the character to the uh, the Blood Bowl teams. And again, it's a it's a great little game system if you want to play something that's not like mainline Games Workshop um, stuff. 
I'd highly recommend trying out things like Blood Bowl or as I was mentioning earlier in the show, Warcry, another really good game with a really good set of rules. So uh, yeah, definitely. Go. And if you don't like the new one, just go play the old version of Blood Bowl. Yeah, but just use that model. Use the additional yeah. stat. No need to add that. Who needs the past stat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yes. <sighs> like it. Well done, Ben. I've done there it for it. another. Just wait. There'll be another bloody Warhammer preview next week, and I'll have to do it all over again. Oh god! It it will not be this gigantic. <laughs> I, I'm I, I I'm sorry. That that was thick to try that and get was, through. That was a lot of Warhammer. The oh, important yeah. thing to remember is the multi award winning Moonstone has two sets yes. out for pre order. Yeah, yeah, they oh, were there. Some yeah, Warhammer stuff those. as well. Yeah, and right. check out those really awesome mechs. They were yeah, yeah. badass. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, I, I'm, 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 I'm not lying. I am sitting, hovering over the the checkout button in their web store right now for some bits. Oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. Right, follow us, kids. We're right behind you. We'll be returning in just a moment to finish off the show. Did you win one of our prizes? Find out on our prize claim center over at ontabletop.com. Here we list all our previous prizes and those who have won. If you see your username, fill out the form to claim your prize. All prizes must be claimed within 30 days. Okay, we're back with a couple of Kickstarters to round out the show. Hmm. And the yeah. first thing we're going to do is go all medieval on your ass. Yeah, so we're going to be looking at some more Warhammer historic. No, we're not doing any more Warhammer, don't worry. <laughs> then I will reach through this monitor. <laughs> So, yes, we're starting things off with a little bit of medieval goodness. Uh, Firelock Games have been working on their new rulebook, and it is now available over on Kickstarter. Blood and Crowns continues their series of games. So they have done uh, Blood and Plunder, which is their piratical game. Mm -hmm. They've done Blood and Steel. And uh, what's the other Colonial one? Colonial Warfare. And yeah. Blood and Valor. Blood and, and Valor, the World War One game. Back yes. They are there. Yeah, they all, it, it, I could have just watched the video. So yes, they've continued. I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for Blood and Lasers. Blood and Lasers, you never know. Um, so yes, this is them diving into the era of the Hundred Years' War. So this is the sort of prime medieval period for lots of heroes in armour, peasants with bows, mud, blood, and battles in Flanders and everything else at the same time. But the important thing is this this isn't sort of like a big mass battle-style game. This, in the style of other Firelock games, is a little bit more of a skirmishing affair. So it's the fights that happen in between some of the big battles and the skirmishes and things that are led by uh, daring heroes where they earn honour and renown in close combat with their enemies or just beat up a bunch of peasants and say they killed someone important. Awesome. Or you're just coming up short on some sheep and, oh, look, my neighbour has some. Yes, that too. Uh, so yeah, you'll be diving in with some very familiar game mechanics. Uh, they've got the same card bidding system that you will have seen in previous uh, Firelock games. And also those cards then dictate the actions that a unit can use. And in traditional sort of wargaming fare, this will be sort of moving, shooting and attacking in combat and everything else in between. There are some sort of additions to the game mechanics that have been put in to sort of theme it towards the idea of that sort of medieval period. So you have honour, and chivalry and renown and you can do some things where you can capture nobles and gain points for collecting them and stuff like that and link them into larger campaigns if you want to where people can duel for honor and everything else in between mm. and they've also got a nice fatigue system in there as well which is good to see 
and some good ways for you to play as a variety of different factions from within this period. So you'll be able to play as the kingdoms of England, Wales and Ireland, if you like, alongside Scotland, France, Spain, and because it's Firelock, they've even included some piratical and mercenary elements into the mix as well, which I think is a really nice addition. As well, because this is Firelock, they haven't just reserved the fighting to the land. They have also included rules for playing out games on board ships. So if you want to sail around on cogs and barges and everything else in between, you can actually fight out some naval engagements or some landing actions, everything else as well, if you prefer, which I think is a nice little touch. Um, much like with the uh, Blood and Steel and Blood and Valor, ish uh this game isn't going to come with a range of miniatures uh directly from them anyway because there are lots of medieval miniatures out there in the world if you like the perries perries plastics yeah yeah, or if you like claymore castings and everything else in between you'll be able to go out and pick up a whole host of uh, medieval miniatures antediluvian another good company you might want to go and check out um go and snap up some of their miniatures and use them to represent the characters for your warbands in this game I saw some people asking about the sort of size of armies that you need for this. Uh, a lot of the pictures have shown somewhere between like 20 and 30. Yeah. About cap, right. It would cap out around about 40, I would think. Yeah. Depending yeah. on the size of game you're playing. Yeah. Because um, it, it, it follows the same sort of list building. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're not having to, yeah. you're not dealing with massive armies. Yes. Uh, unless, mm-hmm. as we've already been discussing um, in the, the Discord with some of the other uh, Call of Games members, Dropping down to 15 mil and multi Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you, you can you know, easily do you keep that. everything else the same, but mm-hmm. every time you say one figure, you just put a base of three or four figures down, and all of a sudden you've got a little mini force. They're still not massive, huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, not, you're not looking at Cressay or anything like that, but all of a sudden you've got a, a broader sweep on the, the yeah, table. Yeah. yeah. So instead of a unit of five guys, you've got a unit of 15. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I'd say no miniatures involved with this one, so it'll just be you picking up the books and everything else around it. So you'll be able to get the uh, PDF versions of uh, these elements if you prefer, or you can go for the print ones, as you can see there. I think print would be the way to go, especially with the lovely artwork and stuff you've got on these. It's just gorgeous. Mm. Um, In addition to the rulebook, there's also the activation deck and the unit card deck. There's also that token set as well. So you'll be able to use those to help you out in the midst of battle, always very important. You also can get your hands on some nice add-ons like there's the cog ship there and Jonah Ark, so you can get yourself a really awesome miniature for her. We did mention last week uh, that Bad Squidder's going to be looking at Jonah Ark as well, so if you want an alternative, you could always go down that route and get one yeah. from her, which would be quite nice. The Black Prince is coming up. Everyone loves a little bit of the Black Prince. And there's also Pedro de Castilla as well, which is nice. Yes. No idea who Pedro is. That'd be fascinating. <laughs> I'd be surprised if he didn't turn up somewhere clever. I mean, yes. In this era, he is probably some form of horrible bastard. Yeah, that d- does seem to be the case with most of, most of the medieval era, I suppose. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm very curious with this to see how they've actually retooled the rule system to work the fatigue system. Because mm. in the other ones, you've got your your reload counters and stuff. But for this, you know, are you going to gain fatigue by like doing double firing with your archers or doing like bigger movements? You know, is it going to be more of a, a key feature for folks mm. having to run around in heavy armor? Yeah, it might be tied into the units themselves and sort of pushing particular units and then depending yeah, on what they are. I'm hoping it's pushing certain them. actions. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Like archers get it from pushing the firing, as you say, and then knights get it from maneuvering and things. That could be yeah, cool. and again, you know, you're 
your yeah. sword and board guys are going to get it from like actually taking a charge is maybe going to generate it depending That'd on what's charging you. Yeah, Very so. curious to see how Mike and the boys have done this. Well, find out next week because yes. I'm interviewing yeah. the writer, Eric. You will. Uh, yeah. So we can pose those questions to him. Well, if, say, if anyone else has questions, yeah, drop them down below. below. Eric could use them. Do yeah. it quickly. Yeah. Yes. To, <laughs> very true. I'm, yes. Do it very I'm quickly. To be tomorrow speedy. morning. Yes. <laughs> That's how that one goes. Um, I will say this is definitely an era that you would want to dive into if you like the idea of playing that slightly grittier side of the medieval period. Um, it, it, as I say, it's the Hundred Years' War, so it's a lot of back and forth and territory getting burned and taken and castles changing hand multiple times, of French knights getting stomped into the mud and the mud sort of dribbling through into their visors so they choke inside their armour. Oh, I'm getting so cool. the feeling Ben does not like the French. No, I don't mind the French. I just like shooting them in the medieval period. You, you need <laughs> someone to fight. Also, I've been watching Sharp for the last three weeks. <laughs> of course, I don't like the French. <laughs> could be Burgundy. Uh, yeah, could be Burgundy. Uh, see, see, Flim for this artists that they yeah. were. Uh, for this, I, I'd want to take the Irish side, out. Their side, your side, their side. We're on everyone's side. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Blood and Crowns definitely worth having a look at if you like the rest of Farlock Games's pedigree of games mm. and you want to take things in a different direction and maybe if you've got a whole bunch of medieval miniatures lying around and you haven't found the rule system for you this one might be worth having a look mm. at watch out for that interview as uh, jerry says next week and it'll give you get you clued up but don't worry because there's still 27 days left on the oh, campaign yeah. if you're Bags interested of time. in so thanks of time to, to have a look mm -hmm. at it it's one of those if when people think of medieval warfare that's sort of what they think of clanky yeah. knights even though it was mm -hmm. you know a very short amount of time at the end when they were mm -hmm. clanking all over the place. Although that being said, when the Hundred Years' War started, one hundred and sixteen years before it ended, uh, they had a very <laughs> different look to them. So, yeah, uh, but true. but it means if you've been interested in that, mm. it's a it's a really solid rule system mechanically. The the blood and systems have really solid um, command and control and and also resource yeah. management because of the the, yeah. the activations and fatigue. Um, but it doesn't require a ton of figures. And that's key. Mm -hmm. It also you, feels like you don't need a history. Mind. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it also it's... feels like you don't actually need like a history degree before you can dive into this period to actually yeah. start having fun with it. Well, that's I mean, also... the same yeah. for any historical period. Yeah. Oh, well, I know, but it, it it doesn't feel to have that that hurdle to entry that some of the other periods would have. That that's what oh, the, 116 the... years of warfare. <laughs> Changes in arms and armament. Right. Well, the, the designer did say that he's tried to make it so that it's quite an inviting system. So mm -hmm. it's one of those things where you can just play around with a bunch of stuff. And if you want yeah. to take it down the slightly more Hollywood route, you can. But, you know, it, mm -hmm. it's there for you to hopefully get in, invested in historical war game, which is always nice to see. Sweet to the beat. 27 cool. days left. Already funded. Obviously. So yeah. that's always good. <laughs> and uh, speaking of already funded... Yeah, but with a slightly shorter amount of time left, mm -hmm. uh, Mantic have teamed up with Team Seventeen. They, who I believe, have no relation to East Seventeen. <laughs> Is that correct? Maybe they also sing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, uh, they yeah. are doing a hexagonal wormy board yes, game. They are. Oh look, Jerry's back too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, Worms, the board game. Yes, if you like the video game, you're gonna want to dive in on this one i was always more of a hogs of war fan myself but i do uh, Rick I Hulk, my heart i own hogs of war board game as well you do yes so, yeah, yeah. So, so um so yes this is a two to four player game although with the kickstarter pledge you can take it up to five and six if yes. you prefer 
you're going to be getting a whole host of plastic worms miniatures that can be dictated turned into whichever team you like because you just mm. click on a little tiny colored base and away you go if you want to have an entire team of worms with bats you can that's the way to go uh, <laughs> well yes yeah. it's an interesting thing here so mm-hmm. um when you come to set up you start yes. with the wind counter Mm-hmm. And then depending on how many players you've got, you'll put down a, a specific amount of tiles, either attached to the win counter or attached to other yeah. tiles. So the board grows as the number of players grow. Mm-hmm. But then the setup is part of the, the game itself. So it is. You, you deploy the oil drums, the worms, the mines. The, and it's done sort mines. of like in a back and forth. It's done thing, a back and forth yeah. way. Yeah. And then you mm-hmm. work out what worms are on your team yes <laughs> so uh the the fact that you're chucking worms down onto the the table onto a particular part of the map you may not know whether or not that's going to be your worm mm-hmm. so putting somebody right beside an ammo crate right or a supply crate right at the start is a great idea but your opponent might get us and yeah. then so the the worms themselves yeah it'd be nice to, to have the ones that you want um, mm-hmm. at the start but uh, they're using little colored clips on the bases yes. to define yeah. who belongs I to the team i really like that because it mirrors the you load into the map and all your worms random. are in random locations yes. it's such a cool little thing to kind of get that across uh oh, but yeah so, i put mine down next to traps and nothing else <laughs> all yeah. the next to the mines yeah uh, but then you, you could end up uh getting all of them or getting all of the ones uh, who are in really yeah. terrible yeah. positions and yeah. unlucky yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah. so i was just gonna say it's a really it's a interesting little game because it mm-hmm. uses so many tabletop mechanics yes. to not replicate but give the feel of the chaotic nature of worms so you have um for example the the destructive board uh as you do damage to the the hexes in various ways you'll put blast creators onto them um and then when you've taken the three creators on a, a hex the hex disappears and you replace it with water so you just drop water yeah. on top and that's instant kill territory um <laughs> uh, and, but the, so you've got the the randomness of the deployment i say randomness of the deployment. you choose where things go um with it's your, up to you how badly things it's, go yeah, yeah. It's, it's, so it's, it's all down to you uh, the, but this, then, this is the, making me fire up an old emulator the, then the uh the board itself sort of bounces that or destroys as you play um and then you get other bits and pieces that come in like the weapon drops so all the worms will start with four bits of kit that are specific or not specific that are ubiquitous to everyone so everybody gets an uzi everybody gets a bazooka everybody gets a girder and everybody gets a little ninja grappling hook and then <laughs> and then you get Very one good. random card from the supply drop so you and your opponents will have those same four cards in common but then mm-hmm. after that, you don't know. And the supply drops are a mix of weapons and defensive items like the girders. Uh, or occasionally you'll get some of the, the impressive things like banana bombs, sheep bombs, the holy hand grenade, uh, the, the fun things. Oh, uh, yes, very <laughs> much so. Uh, which gives you, a, I mean, I watched a, a run through where somebody just ran from place to place picking up all the supplies. Um, and they, just because of the way things go, you get different cards that interact in different ways, telling you to um, place new uh, new supply drops, but they're 
either going into the emptiest hex um, and hexes can only hold three things, whether that's a worm, a barrel or a mine or whatever. It's just a thing. If, if you're putting mm -hmm. on the, the hex, it's a thing. Uh, so you might place a supply drop on the emptiest hex. If you've got a choice, it's up to you. Place it closer to one of your worms or place it closer to one of your opponent's worms. Um, but then you don't know how they're going to activate because unlike the turn-based worms computer game where you had a hundred health and all four activated in every turn. This one, when it comes to your turn, you can activate any of your worms. So you could just activate the same worm over and over and over again, <laughs> because there's no health pull. You're either on the ground, in which case, if you get hit again, you're dead. Just or down, you're, yeah. you're upright, in which case you're, you're full mm -hmm. health. Um, and then if you end up in the drink, it's instant kill. So, uh, so it means you've got this sort of, yes, I've activated them, but then they've been hit by a bomb and now I've got to decide, do I activate them again to stand up so they don't get instant killed or somebody in a better position to go and hit somebody upside of the head with a baseball bat um, or or attempt to make that jump over a, a water hex because worms are quite yeah. bouncy and they may bounce back into the water. <laughs> and you just don't know how things are going to go. Oh, good. So, um, it does sound it's very tactically and, deep then. I, I really yeah. like what they've done to capture the feel of of the the sheer carnage of worms um, so, sudden death is built into the deck as well so there is a point where things ramp up mm -hmm. and like the water level could rise or there could be a nuclear bomb about to drop on the, the table and all that kind of thing so they've done some really fun stuff with but, that to kind of well, bring yeah that's that's the yeah. because the the supply deck you you shuffle mm -hmm. the the armageddon -y end yes. of game cards one of those goes randomly at the bottom so you don't know what it's going to be so it could be everybody's on one one hit point essentially so a hit will kill regardless you know mm. no more of that or something unpleasant happens but they, they've managed idea. to they've managed to pull in the the idea of the wind as well being a big big part of the mechanics <laughs> so sometimes <laughs> grenades will come back yeah. i threw my grenade oh no yeah. <laughs> and you know you don't yeah. know where things are going to go there's there's a certain amount of randomness um mm -hmm. But there's also a bit of a, a skill slash dexterity. So you've got um, the, the dice for the randomness, and then there's like a, a flippy type thing for your sort of your dex based part of it as well. So it kind of mirrors how the game played on the, the, the computer where you were waiting for that bar to bounce back and forward to try and compensate for the wind. And sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Uh, the way they do it is with multiple dice. So if you've got something like a bazooka rolling four dice, then you, depending on range, each accuracy die gets removed for each hex away you go so if you're up close and personal you might roll four dice and then you pick the best one so you'll be looking for the one that says it's landed dead on um <laughs> but then the other ones might go oh you know you, you've got to pick one of the uh wind affected ones instead because maybe you're down to one or two dice and the other one is going to land back on your head so your choice is kill my own worm or fire off into the drink um <laughs> you know these things there's the danger flipper there for you with dex bit um so th there's a lot of interesting ideas that they've built in mechanically with it to give the the feeling of really quick mayhem for a lot mm -hmm. of people around the table playing with their worms which is just absolutely fantastic i also like the fact that they haven't gone for stretch goals uh, they're just doing daily just daily, reveals, yeah. daily unlocks um and at the moment there's 13 days left on it so you don't have to go oh well if they made this amount of money then it would have all these mm -hmm. bits and pieces that i really want to yeah. see you can go well Either I really like the idea of worms, which case I'm backing it now anyway, or you go, well, maybe that's maybe, maybe if there was a bit more in there that I liked, I'd grab yeah, it. Or it's come back. I'll check back. I'll check. Yeah, I'll yeah. check back tomorrow. And oh, actually, that's that's tipped it. Yeah, hmm. um, because the the expansions, I imagine, there's already I think 
48 worms, different worms with a whole variety of weapons and equipment um, that just look really cute. Uh, even if they you, do, even if you're not planning on painting them, uh, they're really nice. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really good seeing. I think the Hadouken was shown off today. Yes, it was. Yeah. In fact, mm-hmm. in the updates, I like the deluxe playmat. The yeah, deluxe playmat is, nice is quite playmat. cool. Yes. There's, There's a dice the tray, super sheep, <sighs> sheep bomb, eat my sheep. So good. Yeah. And Mantic um, do such really nice sculpts for their licensed games. Like I, I know a lot of people are like ho hum with some of the sculpts for the, yeah. their mainline games, but their licensed stuff is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Like if you've played Hellboy or mm. uh, or any other other games, so, and there you can see uh, an idea Walking of Dead. The sort of the card mechanic. So tells you what it is: super sheep, um, ranged target, max accuracy three. So you're going to start with three dice if you go very very far away you're going to get less uh collect supply crates in the target hex blast hex and add crater to the hex so bump 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 but mm-hmm. take your shot and then you have a bonus move that's a little green so you can you can do the worms thing of fire and then, and then leap your away. timer runs out <laughs> run around the corner so somebody can't hit you drop I'm your dynamite and move back yeah, yeah. But you've, got, you've got two moves normally anyway uh, so you, you can do well. So good. You can do a creeper. You can do a jump. You know, so you can navigate around the the board as as much as you can. You need a concrete um, donkey in there. Somewhere. Concrete donkey would be. I imagine it'll be coming. It'll be a lot of fun anyway. It looks like it's coming in a good dose of different languages as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The the idea mm-hmm. is um, to cover as many as possible without having to um, mm-hmm. come back and and do reprints in other languages. Yep. So the it's, fact that it's nice, they've been able to cover. Uh, a, a broad spectrum of uh, of languages. Hopefully, we'll get more people to buy into it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's the Hadouken Dragon Ball with his little, <laughs> his little uh, Rising Sun uh, bandana on as well. <laughs> it's absolutely great. Kamikaze, <laughs> fabulous. I'm absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm in like Flynn on this one. Anyway, I've had so much yeah. fun in uh, uh, years uh, past playing it. Um, bring it up anytime, Jerry. I will be right there. So mm-hmm. it's just a, a case of what else is going to be going to be added in there because i think it's it should be a a great fun setup and play very relatively quickly uh, and once people get the idea of the mechanics behind it you're you're going to be tearing through games incredibly fast so i mean two player games could be over within a turn if you're particularly unlucky <laughs> or lucky depending on your point of view um or you can yeah. be playing until you hit that armageddon card at the bottom uh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, saw, things go. I wrong. think I saw that. I think I saw the man versus meeple playthrough, and at the very beginning of it, he said, "Normally, we just play one round of a game, but this could be over in one round." So, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is we'll see, it is. We'll see yeah, how it goes. See how it k- yeah. kicks off. Yeah. And I mean, the, the sculpts are are all great. If you want to they stick really a bit are. of paint down mm-hmm. on them, and if you don't fancy sticking a bit of paint down on them, they've got the clippy bases anyway, so you're fine with. Away you go. Yeah. Away you go. Ah, I think how much better it looks if you can paint it up in that cel shaded style. Yeah, yeah I, I can't imagine I'll be doing that. Well, I, mean, I can't imagine I'll be painting <laughs> anything. But you know, yeah. time will tell what else is is going to be unlocked in there. So, mm-hmm. with another thirteen days, I imagine yep. more um, more miniatures and maybe a few other uh, extrapolations for the the board as well. Um, there's talk of you can play it with a timer, which is good, right? Because I imagine yeah. if you're just playing it with a little you know, the, the one minute or two minute egg timers, um, that, Make that, mistakes. that put the cat yes. amongst the pigeons right there. Yeah. At which oh, point you just clock. be going, 
you know, well, I'd, I'd like just the, you know, you flip it and then that's it. You've got to, got to do your move, get there, mm. get the stuff. So many times and, uh, I was picked the wrong weapon, 10 seconds left, fire it, didn't hold it down long enough. Yeah, or, or panicking and just going back a little too far and falling off the edge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of this and more. Worms are bouncy. Worms are fun. Uh, worms are always good for carnage. Uh, yes. So yes, if you fancy fancy playing stuff out like that on the tabletop, then you can do this thing. And I have mm-hmm. seen in the past people go, well, "Why would not just play Worms?" I my answer to that would be, "When was the last time you fired up a PlayStation with?" friends around the house and pass the controller back and forth playing worms exactly it's probably yeah. much more likely that you're able to set up a board game and mm-hmm. you know rather than yeah if you tell your friends do you fancy coming around and play worms on the ps they're going to look at you like you're like ball. no <laughs> if you want to play it good luck going to like your local GameStop or cex and finding a copy well that's true yeah, yeah no, it's one of these things isn't it the, the the future keeps getting away from us. They're up to like five PlayStations now. It's mad. Oh, hang on. Are you not seeing? They're they're doing a handheld now. I'm not. I won't. Don't worry about it. I, I stopped a long time before that. Anyway, right. That's enough for this show. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we will return on Sunday with Tommy Soul. Uh, so if you fancy okay. joining us over on tabletop.com, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial if you're not already a cultist and join us to see what he has to say about toast. Also, don't forget, if you want to win that prize of the Cities of Sigmar, you have to comment on tabletop.com mm-hmm. under this video, not on the YouTubes. So mm-hmm. don't make that mistake. Until Join next week, us. have a great week of gaming. Bye-bye. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on.